Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl Mitzi, and this is Mitzi Thinking. This is episode 67, starting off taboo week, thinking about cheating. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like this is a topic that people constantly are trying to break down, constantly trying to understand where is the cheating line, what is what. But I feel like that cheating is something that is going to be subjective. I mean, who has not gotten cheated on? Please raise your hand. You're either too young or too old. You know what I mean? Like you're either too old and been with the same person for 100 years or you are too young and you have been with no one. <laughs> you know, so I just feel like cheating is kind of hard not to experience, you know, because I've gotten cheated on before. I mean, nobody is exempt from getting cheated on. You can be the most top dead gorgeous mother flipper in the world and you will still get cheated on by somebody that's like damn i can't believe this this hurts you know i feel like cheating hurts personally i feel like it hurts because it makes you question yourself you know what i mean it, it makes you realize like a part of you has been tainted i swear cheaters don't understand what they've done wrong you know i feel like they really don't know what they've done wrong because they don't realize that it's wrong it's wrong. Cheating is wrong. I am a strong believer that cheating is absolutely wrong. If you are no longer wanting to be with someone anymore, just let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them be a bird and fly away. Let them go. Let them be a little fish and swim away. Let them go. Because you know why? There's no reason to hold on to a string and act like you, everything's going to be okay. And that's the reason why I, I don't like cheating is because there's so much lying. There's so much deception there's so much just oh it just it's really frustrating to me because it really took a part of me because it makes you question who you are like it makes you question like man am I woman enough am I man enough am I not worthy enough am I this am I that it makes you have so many questions within yourself when in reality it has nothing to do with the person that got cheated on it has a person who has the problem cheating you know what I mean? The person that's the real problem in the situation is the cheater not the one that's been cheated but I just really break it down to really understand what it means, because for me, I feel like cheating will always be a concept that people will always try to water down and act like, oh, I wasn't cheating. So defining cheating premier in Webster.com to deprive of something valuable by the use of deceit or fraud mm. to influence or lead by deceit or trickery. That is the problem. I feel like a lot of people who cheat feel like they're smart because, oh, I'm outwitting the person that I'm cheating on. But in reactuality, you are doing a lot of work. I feel like people who cheat have to do a lot of work. You have to maintain stories. You have to maintain alibis. You have to cover up your tracks. You have to be out of peace. Let's be honest, because when you're in peace, you don't have to worry as much. But when you're out of peace, you're stressing, your anxiety is high, you're paranoid, you have accusations of the wing wang. Like, it is kind of ridiculous how much work you actually have to do to cheat. You have to cover up your tracks, you have to entertain one person, you have to entertain the other person, you have to extend yourself so much. It's actually exasperating. Like, I, I'm not a cheater anymore <laughs> because I understand that concept like when I was young in my teens like yeah I thought cheating would be cool you know why not see how many guys I can get but in actuality I realized it was exasperating because I had to keep on lying I had to keep on telling people this and telling people that and covering up my tracks and it made me feel dirty at the end of the day it made me feel exhausted and I, and at some point I got confused on who I was lying to anymore you know what I mean at the end of the day I realized I was just lying to myself and it was frustrating so once I vowed to stop cheating, 
I ended up kept on getting cheated on, you know, karma's a bitch. But I'm just saying, like, cheating, you can stop it. You just, it just it comes down to a choice. You have to literally choose not to cheat. You literally have to choose to realize that it's not worth it. Why entertain somebody else when you have somebody who's there for you, you know? And if you don't like the person who's there for you, then leave them. Literally leave them. There's no point to stay in a toxic relationship because then that's what it turns into. If you have not already, read my blog that talks about why stay in a toxic relationship. Because there are so many reasons why people stay in a toxic relationship and they don't need that. People don't need that. But let's just continue on. I was able to find some research on cheating from thepowermoves.com. 14 facts about cheating and cheaters. Science versus myth. Hmm. Number one, unhappy marriages lead to cheating. The assumption people cheat because their marriage is unhappy and their spouse doesn't satisfy them. Well, fact is the matter is while unhappy marriages can be cause of cheating, it's not one of the major causes and especially not for men. Hmm. Take that into consideration. Number two, affairs are based on sexual attraction. The assumption is affairs happen because there's a better sexual chemistry with the affair partner. However, the fact of the matter is while a better sexual chemistry can be one of the reasons an affair started, most of the time it's not. Withdrawals committed partner in an affair are usually the thrill of the forbidden, exploring new roles, breaking free from old habits, that feeling of rejuvenation, and that ego validation. Sometimes there are men and women out there that just get this ego boost of a high that makes them feel really superior just knowing that they have the opportunity to be with multiple people. Number three, an attentive partner can find cues. The assumption is a cheater will always leave cues, but naive spouses bury their heads in the sand. Hmm. But the fact of the matter is most affairs are never detected. It's not because anybody put their head in the sand. Some cheaters are just very good liars and very effective at creating a double life. And I believe that is very true. Sometimes the person does not even acknowledge or know that it's happening. It's the other person that knows how to cover up their lies, their steps, their their motion in every single way. And it's scary because I don't know if you heard, but there have been stories where people have lived double lives. They have two families in two different areas. And it's a lot of work. You know, I mean, I just feel like it's a lot of work to cheat. But anyways, number four, cheating decreases relationship sex. The assumption is a cue that your partner is involved in an extramarital relationship is the decrease of sex or the decrease of sexual attraction. However, the fact is an unfaithful partner might have less sex in the relationship or avoid the official partner. They can also have a higher sexual drive and more sex in their relationship, you know, because they could just be a sex addict. You know, we have done that podcast where they just end up cheating because they just need to have that sexual how you say appetite you know relieved by something or someone else you know but it is what it is number five people cheat when they don't get enough sex the assumption is people cheat because they aren't getting enough sex or, or at least of something in the relationship but not enough sex not enough love not enough intimacy but in reality, the fact is, it's more likely the partner who is not giving enough will actually cheat. So if you notice that your partner is just not a giver, then maybe they are the cheater. <laughs> Number six, cheaters treat their partner poorly. The assumption you can detect an unfaithful partner because he will treat you poorly. However, the fact of the matter is a strained partner might become more bitter and is resentful, but could as well swing in the opposite direction and be much nicer to you because they know they're cheating. So they have to act very nice to you. You know, that can happen either out of guilt or out of escape 
detection. You know, it's one of the two. We never know because each person, they respond differently. They re- they understand differently. They think they have to act differently. So you got to remember, everybody is going to be different. Okay. Number seven, men cheat more than women. That is the assumption. Men are naturally hunters and naturally looking for opportunities, while women are naturally after love and commitment. While there's some truth in the assumption, in the reality is that it's not often the case. It's actually more complex and more open societies, such as in the West and among younger generations, the incidence of infidelity between genders are comparable meaning there's no difference between men and women the fact of the matter is if you internally are subjective to feel like you need more then you will be the one that will be cheating it doesn't matter if you have a dick or if you have a vagina it doesn't really matter as long as in your mind you are not having that satisfiedness satisfaction i don't know whatever (laughs) if you're not having that satisfaction then you will be seeking more until you are complete (laughs) if that's a thing Number eight, cheating happens mostly when drunk or high. That is the assumption most cheating happens when people are drunk or high or partying. However, the fact is it's actually growing presence of women in the workplace that has driven the recent increase in affairs and incidents. There has been a sample that 50% of women and 62% of men meet their affair partners at work. (laughs) You're scared that your honey boo is partying all the time but you're not realizing that they're working too much either huh (laughs) number nine it's not an affair without sex assumption is it's not real cheating unless there is a sexual involvement however the fact of the matter is a extramarital affair is usually defined as sexual intercourse but that definition is misleading indeed for revolutionary reasons emotional cheating is worse for women than sexual cheating so if you once you put your emotions out there boom there it is you're cheating ladies and gentlemen <laughs> number 10 talking about the fair makes it worse the assumption is better to forget about the fair and move on however the fact is this is a possibly the most damaging myth of them all once the fair has been discovered the best way to mend the relationship is to answer all your partner's questions and talk about what happened because there has been higher chances where people have resolved and stayed together and made a understanding of the cheating so that it does not become a repetitive action. However, you just have to have that type of communication to be able to do that, you know. Uh, 11 is the cheater prefers the affair partner. The assumption is the cheat will must think that the affair partner is somewhat better than their long-term partner. However, the fact of the matter is most affairs don't happen because the affair partner is better. Frank Pittman indeed observed that the choice of the affair partner is based on how differently they are from the relationship partner. Another proof the affair partner is not often better is that in the vast majority of the cases that an affair is discovered, the unfaithful partner chooses the long-term partner in the long run. So in reality, they just wanted something that wasn't you. But doesn't that make you feel worse? Number 12, compatibility is higher with the affair partner. The assumption is the cheater has better compatibility with the affair partner. However, the the fact is since the affair often rides on higher emotions, it might feel like that. However, the truth is there's difference. 75% of cheaters who marry their affair partner divorce at a higher rate than normal divorce rates. So they might even divorce. Don't think they're going to be happy because they're going to be miserable once they find out the truth. Number 13, betrayals are not such a big thing that cheated should get over it. 
isn't that hurtful? The assumption is a betrayal is not such a big thing and especially not in modern times. It's common, so the betrayed partner should not make it such a big deal. But the fact of the matter is, according to therapists who treat couples in fidelity, is the second most difficult relationship problem. Second to only domestic violence, it is often takes years for people to come to terms with betrayal. And I, I just finished doing a podcast on betrayal. And I honestly feel like if somebody has betrayed you, that is something that you have to take into consideration. You know, go go listen to that podcast and really let's think about it. And last but not least, number 14, cheating is a commonplace or it is rare. It is one of the two. Assumption is cheating is widespread, says the unfaithful partner. And cheating is rare, thinks the faithful partner. There's always going to be a... Uh, head and head on this topic but the fact of the matter is cheaters are highly influenced by the families and the environment they grew up in so the pattern of, of unfaithfulness can indeed often be traced in the family and cheaters tend to focus on other cheaters so they end up seeing more of it to them it often really seems like cheating is everywhere Conversely, the faithful partner often comes from faithful families and the people they respect are other faithful committed partners. So they end up seeing more faithful people. And to them, it seems like cheating is rare and a big thing. So that is something that people need to take into consideration is that where you grow up, where your surroundings are, will also determine your outlook in life. But that is a choice to allow yourself to see that, you know, people have a choice to see these things and want to have them in their own life. You know, you don't have to be a cheater just because your father was a cheater, your mother was a cheater, your grandmother was a cheater. You don't have to do that, but that's a choice. You choose to see the world as a unfaithful place. You choose to see the world as bad. You choose to see the world as grimy. That is a choice because that is all you are allowing yourself to see. And that's a lot, all you're allowing yourself to be exposed to. So I feel like that's on you, boo. But anyways, I got some 10 facts about cheating that will actually surprise you, all right? By MetroStyle.com. Number one, cheating can really increase the risk of STDs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, STDs and STIs are a big thing. Don't catch them. <laughs> you don't want to be like Pokemon and try to catch them all. Believe me, that's not a thing. <laughs> Number two, men with big balls are more likely to cheat. Why? Well, these big balls usually mean high levels of testosterone. That means they naturally won't pass up an opportunity to reproduce because, yeah, that's what they want to do is reproduce. <laughs> Number three, cheating kills. Number four, he might be cheating on you in his imagination. Only 98% of men and 80% of women admit to fantasizing about having sex with someone else other than their partner. Hmm. Number five, cheating doesn't kill relationship. Research has found that not every case ends the relationship some couples even come out stronger and closer than ever before this even happened number six cheating websites don't do much this site just gives cheaters more opportunities to do what they want to do but without these sites they probably will still be cheating anyway so you can't be blaming the website anyways the next one is number seven nobody knows what cheating means yes most men and women apparently define the term differently according to their attachment style their environment and how they grow up like i said from the last research number eight if she's faking it she's likely to cheat women who pretend to have orgasms just to please their men are more likely to cheat because they're looking for the real orgasm <laughs> number nine the ones digit of your age might make you more 
likely to cheat. So they are saying that people are more likely to cheat the closer they are to hitting another decade. If the age ends with a nine, you might want to watch him or her a little bit more closely because they might want to start cheating. <laughs> Last but not least, number 10, people who cheat are more likely to cheat again. Most men who cheat have admitted to cheating more than once, usually depending on why they cheated in the first place. It is true, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes it is just not enough for people. <laughs> Alrighty, so I got some quotes for y'all. Some quotes to keep on thinking. <laughs> Number one, cheating is a choice, not a mistake. Heard that? Number two, trust takes years to build, seconds to break, and forever to repair. Ain't that the truth? Last but not least, someone who loves you wouldn't put themselves in a position to lose you. Let me say that again. Someone who loves you will not put themselves in a position to lose you. So, with that being said, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Gracias for all my new listeners, all my old listeners, everybody who is thinking with Mitzi. I appreciate you. Thank you. If you have not already, go follow my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, whatever y'all do on social media. You can follow me too. You know, it's appreciated. And if you have not already, go check out Mr. Waters. Go check out my book. And we will be thinking together. Alrighty? Food for thought. Sleeping alone is better than sharing your bed with someone who shares their bed with someone else when you're not around. Mm -mm -mm. With that being said, just keep thinking, y'all. Bye.